Hey, this is Chesky. You're listening to Milk Crates with Microphones. Ladies and gentlemen, now the moment you've all been waiting for. You are now listening to the sounds of Milk Crates and Microphones. Do you want to know what it is? It eats everything. Friendship, family. It kills me how much it eats. But I'll tell you something else. You feed it right, and it can be a beautiful thing, and that's what we have. It's all around. Even now, in this Cody, this is your fucking wake-up call, man. I know, man. And why? Hopefully, right back in that someone to watch out, world. And watch out, because we are back again doing the podcast, doing the hip-hop thing. But it is not Friday night. It is a wild-style Wednesday. And we are proud to bring you milk crates and motherfucking microphones. I'm B-Sick Wonder Rhyme, Mr. Brandon F. Bomb Fry. And with me, as always, it's your boy, his boy, their boy, everybody's boy, Soldier's boy, and Suicide Boy. Sorry, I almost fucked it all up. You're good, you're good. You know who the fuck he is. What's good, everybody? It's your boy, Nonsense, Infamous Nonsense. We're here on a Wednesday, and you know, we're here to hold it down. I mean, like I said, we're on a very special episode, so we appreciate you guys checking it out. Yeah, Season 5, Episode 14, we got a very special one for you tonight. Uh, And along for the ride once again, you know who the fuck he is from now to infinity. It is... J.S. Motherfucker. Yo, 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 what's up, guys? What's up, what's up? Hey, thanks for joining us on this Wacky Wednesday. We have some good shit coming your way in a little bit here, so stay tuned, please. Yeah, we're excited about what we have going on. Uh, Like I said, we we have a great interview to go tonight, Then we're going to talk a little bit about uh, what's been going on the last few weeks that we have not been been with you. So uh, buckle in and enjoy the motherfucking ride, because we are going to start it off like we always started off with. This week in motherfucking hip hop. This motherfucking week. And hip hop. Damn, we drugged that one out. Shit. It's bigger than hip hop. Hip hop. Hip hop. Hip. It's bigger than hip hop. Hip hop. Hip hop. Hip hop. One thing about music when. I appreciate every moment. We're going already. It's over. Sorry. Good night. Good night. Anyways, no, I mean, we bring it back. So we're here and we're fucking loud and we're it's a Wednesday and we're going to hold it down here this week in hip hop. And I mean, this shit's going to come across probably kind of crazy to everybody out here. But this this song has been in all kinds of movies, all kinds of crazy shit, man. I don't know why, but it's going to continue to stay probably everywhere that you hear it. I mean, it's like it's like a, a pump up song of all pump up songs. The other day I was on the way to soccer. With my daughter for practice, I threw on Eye of the Tiger. I shit it through this song. I try to shit. pump her up. You know what I mean? Try to get things going. It's your boys out there. I don't know if you know who the fuck they are. Who is it? Who is it? It's your boy Everlast is in this fucking band. Everlast? Number one. And you know what? If you're fucking with Everlast, then you, you got some style. With? You got some style, bro. <laughs> and you know who we're fucking with? We're fucking with House of Pain over here. House of and Pain. the motherfuckers from House of Pain dropped an album right now that I would love, I would love to talk about. Mm-hmm. And it came out right now in 1992. Damn, and the damn. day was, of all days, what was that? What was that? 1992, it was, uh, let's see here. I can't even, I got fucking up right here. Is that 29 years ago? Yeah, that's what I'm trying to give it out <laughs> Holy here. Holy shit. 20, is it 29? I was going to say 27. 29 is right. 29 is right. And you know, with this song right here, are, you know what I remember this song most from Mrs. Doubtfire. And you know, the song was in every movie Everything in the 90s. If, if there was a movie in the 90s, 
then this song was in it. Doesn't it get you though when he's at the house, the house party sure. and all the kids are jumping in the beginning what else? and they got oh, the yeah. donkey in there and all jump that. Around. Yeah, I think it's also in. Uh, yeah. You know what else it's in is. I love that. Do you remember that movie with Chevy Chase and uh, JTT? Uh, oh, what is that? It's a uh, uh, Man, Man of the House. house. Man of the oh, House. Yeah, it's in that one too. Yes, yes, yes. Jump in the House was real. Man of the House was really good, bro. Chevy Chase, anything Chevy Chase. We always get the one with. I always get that one mixed up with him and Tim the Toolman Taylor. Why? Because that's JTT's uh, fake dad? Yeah, but I, I always <laughs> get those two movies mixed up because the one okay, with Chevy okay. Chase is, oh, is yeah, amazing. Yeah, yeah. The yeah, one yeah. with Tim Taylor kind of sucks. Wait what's, a second. What's, what's the one with Tim Taylor? Taylor? It's not the same name, is it? It's different. Oh, no, no, no. So You're talking about be, the Jungle oh, Kid. Oh, the Jungle yes. Boy or when whatever. He, when he goes uh, to camp, he's trying to get his yeah. dad dad yeah, like him. They don't like each other. I do. Those came out the same time. Those are similar. Similar movies. Back to House of Pain. Back to House of Pain. Jungle to Jungle. Yes. Jump Around is a song by the American hip hop group House of Pain, produced by DJ Muggs. And he's another from another hip hop group Cypress. of Cypress Hill. You know exactly who the fuck it is. It became a hit in 1992, reaching number three in the all-time hits of the United States of America. A That's all. It didn't get number one. Didn't get number one. Damn, but hey, you would think that motherfucker hit number right. one. I would say two. Would. I don't know about one, but I would say two. There was probably no, like what? some strong. It depends what songs. was around at that. There's some time. strong print songs probably out then. What was out around the 92? That was 91. Yeah. Look what 92. What Look at May 5th, 1992. Okay, let's just play the song, and we'll get yeah. to that afterwards. All right. Uh, the we're, song we're I want to play off this song. album okay. is Jump Around, and if you know this motherfucking Damn. song, well, guess what? Fucking getting straight We all know this motherfucker. Around. Let's hit it. Jump Around, 1992, coming at you from House of Pain, baby. Let's get it. Facebook doesn't turn us off for that, but Yo, that was you, House of Pain. If you jump got around, everlasting your band, bro. He's hard as fuck. Bro. Are you being sincere? Yes. Turn the light down. Let me turn the light. You think down. a lot of people I hate on Everlast? He was way more successful Real in his second act of his career, but uh, the first act, that that jump around shit was hard, bro. That is a song that will be played forever. Does when it you get talk, your stamp? When you talk, oh, it gets two stamps. When you talk forever. There's only certain songs they get forever. So, like, you get the Snoop Dogs, you get the Dr. Dre's, mm-hmm. you get the fucking... What else is another forever? What's a forever? That's a everyday, like... Fucking Michael Jackson. Vanilla Ice. Vanilla fucking Ice. Prince. Michael Jackson. MC Hammer. Don't touch it. Yeah. Can't touch it. There's just some forevers. Yeah. This is in there with the forever. It's a forever. Yeah. It's a forever. For sure, for sure. So, as long as humans are on this earth... Humans. How weird is this? Humans on this earth. 
That song gets played. Mm. Wrong or right? Maybe robots. I think it's too? got a shelf life. I think there's a shelf life. You think so? People, yeah. I mean, no. who, who on? How any, many? How many people th- are still oh, wait, wait, wait. this now? Uh, let's just say that everybody at the hockey Thunder games. Okay, this probably okay, gets played okay. every sports fucking event, beginning sports event, sports event wherever I think, you are. I think the Oakland A's even play this right. song, too. Yeah, but I think in between sports, ha- sports have a shelf life as well. So, But does it get played some, at every stuff event? Is gonna, like, at mm-hmm. some point, I'm saying like maybe not 100 years from now, but 200 years from now. Mm-hmm. Maybe still. I don't know. Maybe. You don't, you don't think so? Maybe. Maybe not. I think that maybe 200 years from now, if they're saying play something from 1992, 200 mm-hmm. years from this now. This is the one they play? Would be crazy. That would be crazy yeah. to think. That's like out of all the songs that are going to be I'm made, in. I would. If I was two hundred years old, I'd be bumping it still. Two hundred years from now, though, there's going to be this a, song. F- how many songs more are going to be made? A trillion billions. Yeah, and they're going to sure. say, oh, I like, especially now, probably more than it's that. It's so easy yeah. to how make about music. This? How many songs get made this year and jump around still better than them? That's crazy. That totally. is crazy. For sure. That is really weird to that think about. Crazy, Forever yeah. song. Crazy, but also, right. anyone can make a song now. And be great. Too. Yeah, but well, not just the staying great, power just of that song is what, like, is you crazy. can't take that away. Is no there, matter if you like it or not, you have to respect the fact that it has stuck around as hard. Respected hard. Is there anything nowadays that has staying power that you could even put a stamp mm-hmm. to and be like, I think that might go the test of time within the last 10 years? We'll give you 10, 10 years. years. I'm not even giving you this year. I'm giving you 10 years. Jeez, that's only there's 20, probably something you're putting me on the spot. How about, since, how about since 2000? Besides Blink, besides Blink One Eighty Two, Blink One Eighty Two doesn't <laughs> count. Song, song, the song doesn't count. Song? Why? Why doesn't? Why don't those? Because count? those are definitely test wonders? of times. So I would say Blink One Eighty Two is a test of time. Yeah, like Eminem. Eminem doesn't play. count. I'm talking. I'm talking like a one hit wonder a that comes wonder? in, and you're gonna say like a. Uh, like, like Who those, let the dogs yes, out? That's one. Or like an 80s song that you know is a one-hit wonder, but it plays forever. Like uh-huh. Africa. Who let the rain <laughs> down in Hey, that song is hard as fuck. But mm-hmm. what's another song they made? Oh, yeah. Who knows? But what I'm saying is, is there anything like that nowadays? No, you're that's, right. That's There's crazy, really but not, why? It's hard, hard. Because I think because music is so oftenly put out, there's so much to fucking too saturated. Absorb. Is what too you're saturated. Yeah. I also was told that they're not called. Uh, they're not called. What are they? What are they used to, uh, what they used to call them? Singles. They're mm. called focus tracks nowadays. Mm. Let me ask you this: Do you really think like Suicide Boys are a forever type of fucking hip hop group? Because you no, look so you, like whoa, whoa, whoa. you're you're very into get, them, very much into this, them. Get this. I was bumping a lot of old music, uh, E-40, uh, some Dre the other day, uh, just old Snoop, uh, maybe just older shit that I was listening to, like the original Click CD, like old shit the other day as I was taking a drive out to Tahoe, just bumping old shit, yeah. you know, enjoying old gangster music. Yeah, it's always fun. I looked down at the clock midway through these songs. Man, these seem like long-ass songs. These are four-minute songs. Yeah. My attention span is so right? small yes, nowadays. Yes, yes. I'm waiting for that song to end at like two minutes and thirty-five, two minutes and four, and I'm just mm-hmm. mentally you're looking already, down. Did you, you have to change it? Did you have to change? Did you have to change the I song? I almost did, bro. I had to listen to him out just to get my body into the move of hearing a full yeah. song again because I was ready to change it at that moment to hear the next song I wanted to hear. I think my first experience with that was my little brother and growing up. If he played a song for you, he'd be like, "Hey, yo, check this new song out," because he was always digging for music. Yeah, he'd play like. A minute fifty of it, and then he changed it, and I'd be like, "Yo, I was I wasn't done I was listening to that. that. Like, what yeah. the fuck? I was just starting to get it." To but it, he like, he it. would do that. He changed like, and we'd be like, "Logan, just leave it on a fucking song, yo." But that was 
showing us what was to come from that generation. His attention span is just they don't want to listen to four minute songs. Yeah, they, they want to listen quick. to two minute songs. They like want Suicide poof, Boy. They want a good That's one. what they yeah. put out. Yeah. A good shit in a short amount of span, and then it's move crazy. on to the next good thing with a short amount. And you know of what, span. bro? After hearing that kind of shit, mm-hmm. I really. I really enjoyed the boys a little bit more that day. I went back at the end of the night and <laughs> listened to some boys, and I'm like, it's quick, I can get quick, in simple. I can get in want. a full boys album in 39 minutes. Talking full like the Grey Gods too. Did they cut the out a lot of choruses? albums in 39 minutes? No, they, the whole song's there. I mean, they don't have a lot of choruses. You're talking though, right? two minutes and 39 seconds each song, 12 songs. You got 39 minutes. I think back in the day, co- choruses Oof, were longer, deal. more of a part of the song. There was that loop. Yeah, there's more. There's like a bridge in the middle, then a cor- you know, and the choruses, three choruses, three verses, you know, a bridge, yeah. um, an yeah, intro, yeah. an outro. Yes. So you're looking, you know, you're looking just, yeah, it was just, for sure, it was way different. A lot of the times now, the beat, right when the beat breaks, they're rapping, but before, back in the day, you remember there was that intro where you they know play the song for a cool. The beat minute. builds up. Yeah, the beat build. builds up. The mm-hmm. build, the build, the build, and, and then, then you're like, how would sometimes you... it would even start off yeah. with a hook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Doom, and it would yeah. go into a hook. Or you'd be like, how would you Doom. even jump onto the beginning of a track? You would think like, what word am I going to use first? That's so of... hard, the bro. Process. That's the okay. hardest part when you're writing is knowing, like, when you get self conscious of, uh-huh. okay. My first line has to be a hitter, and now you're just you like even stuck. Your like, first how are you going to open, open it? Yes. And yeah, yeah. It, there's so many different good. ways to open too. Yes. Like you could be uh, questioned. A question. Once in a while, I think about. Or, or you. Know, a lot of it okay, is okay. I. Is I. You know, yep. it starts with I. I. Okay. I'm walking or I'm talking or. Yep. The, a lot of the starting is with the. It's it's self-centered. It's it's mm. around I. About yourself. And yeah. Explaining something yeah. personal. The wonders of my mind leave me gifted. <laughs> yeah. That's shit like that. Like just kind of like shit that you just kind of yeah. I got you know what I mean. But yeah, so. Yeah, that's a little a bit into the, That's it's that's the hardest part about writing. How do you go about like, making that final decision then? You just write it out. You just feel it. You just feel it. Whatever feels right. But right, really, right when you hear it, it's like, okay, that's it. It was crazy, though. Like, real honest as I can be, though, I was like, honestly, like, this isn't, it's just too long. <laughs> what song was this that you're listening to? All any E40 song here. Like, I actually put on Be About Joe some, Paper. Some 350 was feel standard. It, it, that, yeah, back, back, then, paper, back then. Four, That's just like four, four and a half songs minutes. What was the regular? Bro. Like Snoop Dogg, fucking Doggy Style. I went to listen to one of my favorite Chronic? Doobie songs. I put it on. It's, uh, how does it go? Indo smoking with my dad. See, I like that. I like that slow it's drag like that out old shit. School drug out. And then I look at the song. And it's seven and a half minutes. <laughs> and I'm like, Jesus <laughs> Christ. This is and you know fools were three. bumping that in the Whoa. streets, like at parties, yeah. the whole yes. duration. Yeah. Like, I'm loving every second. I, I, I am somebody that loves seven. to listen to it's the cell phone. Full, full through. I like I like hearing all the way until the end. Because there's always some type of, there's like, sometimes hidden, there's an Easter, track. An Easter egg too. back that's there that you can find. What I really like is when the beat cuts, but they're still talking shit on the mic or something. You know what I mean? Yes, yes, like, yes, oh yes. God damn it! I fucked that up. Blah, yep. blah, something, something. You know, yeah. just that. Ins- ah, let's go home. The or, inside ah, shit. The so inside shit. Yes, yes, sir. One time ah, at the end of a Sapien song, uh, IME comes on. IME from uh, from Old Dominion. He came on. He's like, Sapien, you hyper Shout little fuck. Nobody else but you wants to rap all the time. You could freestyle, but I'm not freestyling. Okay. 
do? Okay. It was just, that was the end of the oh, song. Oh, that was the end. And it was just like, that's tight. I like that. I like, I like that having little extra. That little like extra, extra at the end. Course, it's an Easter egg. keeps you interested. Yes. There's less Easter eggs these days, I would For say. For sure. Right? Like, you, don't, you don't find hidden songs. It's People like, want to put those songs There was full out. hidden songs Marvel, back then. It's like Marvel. Marvel had full hidden songs? Marvel Always. does a great job of and after that, their I credits. They do a credit after the credit scene. And they play another scene of the next movie that could come out. And it gets you wanting more. Yes. I think that's a lost yes. art that people have forgotten about because it keeps you on the edge of your seat wanting more. My grandma used, used that's to tell me that part stuff. of the art. When I was young, we used to go to movies all the time. My dad's mom, mm-hmm. we were talking, we'd go to any movie. I remember seeing Jurassic Park, Titanic. Oh, like oh, She liked that when oh, you were little. Oh. And she'd always be like, let's watch the credits. Yep. She'd always be like, I want to watch the credits. Yeah. And I'd be like. Sometimes you find some shit at the end. And then, yeah. and then shit would just start popping yeah. up at the end. My grandma would be like. This is why we watch the credits. And then ever since then, I was like, we're watching the credits. Yeah. I'd always take my it's dog always to the movies, too, especially when you do uh, animated movies. I remember when I was younger, my grandma, too, would be like, let's watch the credits. But that was always fun because you get to stuff. find, well, you get to find, like, who was uh, the, the actor voicing the characters and yeah, that, yeah. Cool that type token of thing. That's as fun. the candle. Yeah. Yeah. There's not that many uh, blooper scenes in, at the end of movies anymore or anything uh, either. Last blooper scene hey, I remember, no, I, I think Liar, Liar. This. Liar, liar. I just want to beat them titties in the fucking <laughs> inside the elevator. And he's getting all crazy and all the blooper that's scenes. That's the last blooper scene, right? Really? That that's Carey? the last one I really could think of. Like, what's the last blooper scene you could think of? He did. He also did one for uh, Liar, Liar. That's what I just said, oh, Liar, Liar. shit. I thought you were talking about Dumb and Dumber. Uh, Dumb and Dumber had a blooper scene, too. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're that's right. always his The movies. Liar, Liar one was really good. The best. I do that was that the one. best blooper scenes. Yeah. You handling it? Cool. Yeah, I can't remember a movie with blooper scenes before. Even since then, what I was gonna get to was, did you know Christopher Lloyd really ran shit in the '90s? Like, you look at movies. Christopher Lloyd. Oh yeah, yeah. Back to the Future. He is one of the greatest uh, character actors of all time. Doc, and he's also Uncle Fester. Uncle Fester. Uh, I mean, he's just one of the greatest character actors of all time. He he played in a lot of movies during the '90s, and I don't even want to look it up. Anyways, joining us right now, uh, man himself. Yeah, hold on one second. Can you go share that screen real quick? All right, we got one second. We're going to get the interview started right now with hip-hop icon out here, Chesky. Uh, Yo. Yo. Hey, can you hear us? We all good? Yeah, I can hear you perfectly. Hell yeah. We hear, we hear you good too, bro. Perfectly coming to the ears. Good to hear you, man. How you doing tonight? All right. Doing all right. Packing up. I'm about to go to Colorado tomorrow, so nice. getting ready for a bunch of shows and stuff. So. Hell yeah. How long are you going to be gone for? Shit, I mean, I'm going to be on the road for about a month. I'm going to Colorado for three appearances and then three shows and then um, flying to L.A. for some recording sessions I'm doing. Then I'm going to Minneapolis for a show. Then I'm going to Saskatoon, Canada to record with Factor for the first time in two years. When when you When you leave for a month... Do you bring the whole motherfucking closet? I can't because I gotta bring merch, so I gotta like uh, that. True that. Yeah, true that. You gotta pack extra additional items aside from your own personal items. That's rough, you know. Yeah, like, it's heavy as fuck right you gotta now. Think about business. I mean, to... <laughs> yeah. um... just wear your merch shirt. Call it a day, brother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, I wouldn't be wearing this 
flossy vacation shirt. Hey, fuck it, that's yeah. dope. You look like you're ready to go on vacation. <laughs> hey, right. let's give this man a proper interview. Yes, a proper please. interview. So, or intro. so who we're who we're talking to right now, wearing an awesome vacation shirt and joining <laughs> us, being very gracious with his time. He is a hip hop artist he is also an uh, entrepreneur and somebody that's got a lot of uh fires burning in the hip-hop game he is from the east coast it is chesky chesky thank you for joining milk crates and microphones yes sir thanks for having me hey thank you so much for coming out and uh, like we were just talking about you're going on tour right now uh how's it feel to be back out and doing doing shows and being able to be around the people is it sketchy or is it are you feeling happy to be back out and just do you just being feel out like there. you need to put a mask on is the real question when you're around all these crazy people i'm gonna bring one just to kind of be just to be a little cautious indoors i think I'd, i feel real comfortable outdoors so my last uh nine shows were outdoors so. nice nice inside was, no escaping the sneeze man yeah man i gotta be i gotta be somewhat cautious so i have i have a mask on deck yeah, supposedly, that's booth and stuff. Supposedly it's going away. It's coming back again. They're saying they're going to have to make you wear masks indoors again. So who the fuck knows what's going on, man? Yeah, it's up out that's kind of that's kind of what I'm gathering. Yeah. So I feel real comfortable outside. I'll do anything. For sure. <laughs> I'll do anything outside. <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah. But, um, I'm sure you're yeah, enjoying, um, enjoying having the fans back, though, and being able to yeah, no, be back there really and do your good. thing. Hey man, on, on, that, really good. on that note, let's talk about were they front yard shows you were doing, or what exactly was going on with those type of shows? They were all types of yards and okay. outdoor spaces. So we did a, uh, we did front yards, we did backyards, we did uh, the middle of the woods. Um, you know, no houses in sight in some places. We did a farm. We did a, a hostel in the White Mountains. Oh wow! And you know, it was just like a bunch of interesting outdoor spaces, and it was because we booked those shows at a time when COVID was still a thing, um, uh, a big ramp. It thing. was, yeah, it was going, it was still going strong. Things were opening up. We saw things were kind of opening up, but we were like, regardless, we'll just do this tour of outdoor spaces, and it'll it'll be safe. At all it'll those shows, at all those shows you did outside, do you feel like you know? they were pretty to their full potential still, or do you feel like this COVID shit really hurt it? I mean, do you feel like, um, I mean, we purposely kept them small. That's so, cool. you know, it wasn't like, uh, the amount of people that would have normally showed up to a club show. That's cool. But that. it was um, very much on purpose and it was good. It was really good practice for me. It's awesome. I thought it was like, it's good to connect with people. Um, and, you know, in those spaces of like daylight shows, which I'm not used to. Yeah, yeah. Here. That's so. Um, it's got to be kind of different. It was a challenge. It was kind of a challenge. There was times when I remember my friend Pat the Bunny. <laughs> he booked one of the shows in the in the woods of Vermont, and uh, he was like, "That would have been real awkward for me." <laughs> I'm glad I didn't have to do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thanks for booking but, it. But um. Yeah, he's like that'll be the last show I booked. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. so how? It no, was, but it actually went pretty well. It was fun. It was just in the woods, like straight up in the, like a stage, or how did it? How was it? No stage. We did it. We were surrounded by trees. There was like a little patch of grass, um, pretty deep in the woods in Vermont, and uh, we had a little Behringer amp that was run off batteries. Oh wow! And so we 
And that thing lasted the entire nine shows. On one battery. Oh, on, on, wow, that's amazing. And loud yeah. as fuck, huh? You know, you'd be surprised what loud means when you're in a space like that. Yeah. True. You don't got to be loud as fuck Truthfully. when you're in the middle of nowhere. No, the sound. When you're competing against just, like, bugs. Yeah, the sound carries, especially <laughs> out there. Oh, yeah. That's cool. That's yeah. awesome. And so people were there to listen. You know, there were it was probably only 25, 30 people. For sure. And um, legit the, fans. Uh, That's awesome. Hey, I also want to yeah. say uh, happy belated 40th birthday there. Um, Thank you. you know, Thanks a lot. That's a, uh, that's, that's, a like a, that's a milestone that's nowadays. Definitely a, a lot of people don't. A lot of people I, don't make it there. No. You, you look good for forty, brother. Yeah, sure. I'd give you thirty-three, you. thirty-four. Thank so forty looks well, good you. on you, man. There you go, brother. I'll ac- I'll accept that. There you go. <laughs> yeah, all all of it is all of it is is uh feels like lucky time, like borrow time or something. I don't fucking know. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I know uh, you're talking I, about. I've those... lost so many friends in the last few years. It's just like sad. Crazy. It's yeah. so sad. Yeah. And as you get older, that's last one of those few things. weeks. In the last few weeks, so yeah. that's sorry to hear that. Horrible. Yeah. As you get yeah. older, that's one of those things that continues. You know, as you continue to live, people continue to pass, and uh, it's it's tough times. But you doing those shows uh, was a good way to hone, hone your skills. You do have a label, Fake Four uh, Inc. You do Friday night shows where you get some of your artists to be able to do kind of a virtual show. Uh, is that something that you got going on? Yeah, every Friday night during pandemic, um, we started it with a festival on 4-4. So that's kind of um, on 4-4, April 4th, we, we were in the heat of, you know, pandemic had just hit. And we did a festival with like 14 acts or something like that. Wow. And it was like an all-day thing. And everyone's at home at that time. And it went really well. So that was our first venture into Twitch. And then starting in May, I think every like the first Friday of May of 2020, we started doing every Friday. We'd book, we'd book four acts on, on our Twitch and do virtual shows. Wow. And, uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was initially an idea of my friend Nikki Anarchy, who who set it up, and she, she was kind of, like, riding for Twitch. I didn't really know much about Twitch other than it was for video games, and I have some friends who are professional gamers, so I knew about that, but I um, I didn't know how we the reaction would be, and, and the reaction to the festival was so good that it sold me. So we started, I started just booking all types of acts, all types of genres, a bunch of artists that I had met on my travels around the world, and so give it was a, a cool way to give people an outlet. Give them a platform. The only time I've ever seen anybody do a show on Twitch was when Puya did a show on Twitch. I mm-hmm. think it was with Rolling Loud and all them last year, right? I think that's what it was. They had like all kinds of people there from him to Smoke Perp to Puya the rapper or the band? Puya the rapper. He was there okay. uh he was there on You it. know Puya's a a, a metalcore band from Puerto Rico, right? No, I, I don't know I don't that. know that. The only Puya the only yeah. Puya I know is here from Florida. And he rapped with yeah. it was Suicide Boys and all them. So that's the yeah, only, yeah, that's I only know one I know. Is. Yeah, he's cool. Yeah, I like he's him. got an O in it. He's got an O in his name, and the band is just P U Y A. Okay, more like it sounds. Yeah, that's what's that. They're dope. Like more They're like dope. They're from the island, and my my cousin from the island is uh, friends with them. And it's a uh, cousin it's, from here is also friends with them. So you said it's rock. It's like metal. It's Medical. like a, um, we have to check that shit out. We're gonna have to play some tonight, definitely. Yeah, they were cool because they were doing um, in the '90s. They were doing like kind of like metalcore, hardcore metal. Um, 
mixed with Puerto Rican sounds, you know, so they would break into crazy like tropical shit. Merengas and tropical ass fucking sounds like that. Huh? I feel it. I feel it. We're gonna <laughs> check it out. Yeah, yeah like we're gonna check Latin it out. Jazz moments and then yes, sir. Like hardcore shit. wicked. I love that. I loved it. I don't know how it's aged. I honestly haven't gone back to it much, but uh, they're back and playing shows again because my cousin just opened some shows for them. So oh yeah, Florida actually. They played. They played all over Florida. That's a and chess. The shows were like sold out and shit. So, so there's fans out there for them too. That's a Chesky yeah. recommendation right there for everyone listening. Go Listen check out Puya the, the band. Original Puya the yeah. band. Yeah. And, and <laughs> the original Puya. Like yes, I, I'll, I caught yeah. your uh, your your set on Twitch on Friday, and that shit was super dope, man. I, I feel like you always put on a good show. I've seen you uh, live a handful of times over here on the West Coast, man. Whenever you come around, um, <coughs> I feel like you put a lot of emotion to your your fucking music and shit, which I really dig about you. And you have a super blended style, man. Like fucking punk fo- rock, hip hop. Yeah, that's crazy. Hip hop. Like, what were your influences growing up, man? How did you go about like blending all these styles? What did you find first? You know, like, what did mm. you find growing up? What did I find first? I mean, I grew up on my father's from Puerto Rico. My mother's uh, Italian um, from here, and they uh, from born in the states, first generation. Um, they showed me all types of. But she lives in Puerto Rico, and she lives all over Latin America, too. Okay. So they showed me, like, <clears throat> the first stuff I ever fell in love with was, like, Caribbean folk music and salsa and stuff like that. Oh, wow. <clears throat> and the Beatles and just whatever you would – whatever they showed me as a kid. Um, and that went as far as Tracy Chapman and Talking Heads and 80s stuff Dope. that they showed me as well. Um by the time I was about five, I heard rap for the first time, and it was the Fat Boys. Sick. And um, yeah, old school. And I liked it immediately. And um, being a fat boy myself, I related to them I'm straight <laughs> up. And and you know, Marky D was Puerto Rican, and he was fat, and he was a rapper. <laughs> so I related to him on multiple levels. That's dope. And. Um, I, I, I like your, I like your line. I'm a, fa- eight, I'm a fat Italian Puerto Rican Tupac. <laughs> that, that line's fucking dope. That's a dope, yes. uh, dope fucking line right yes. there. Sorry to, yeah. sorry to cut you so, off, but I had to interject. So, yeah, like uh, I was about seven or eight. I started fucking around with rap. That's legit. And, uh, um, and then about when I was about probably 10, I got into more like grunge and metal and punk. Were you Stuff making like music? That. Were you making grunge and metal or just like listening and enjoying? Just listening and kind of fucking around on guitar. Okay. I didn't really start playing guitar till I was a couple years older. Okay. So um, I would say around 13, I got started really playing guitar. So, but yeah, I was rapping earlier because that was what in my neighborhood we listened to, you know? Yeah. Listen to. <clears throat> Fuck, like MC Hammer. Where I, I I was growing up in the Bay Area, so okay, okay. I lived on the border of Oakland and Berkeley, so and if you know the Bay Area at all, I was living in Hayward uh, when I was younger. Growing up, I also went out to college in Hayward. I, I went back and forth kind of throughout my years. Show him the Hayward <laughs> tattoo. Show him the <laughs> Hayward, Hayward tattoo on the but, chest. But that's right by Oakland, right there, and you know, <laughs> in the East Bay. I know somebody that lives in. Okay, That's cool. okay. Would you say yeah, that? Uh, yeah. Would you say that making the more of a punk scene would you say it would be easier or harder than doing the hip hop scene? What came natural?er 
to write at least? <clears throat> well, I definitely <clears throat> started dropping hip hop. Like, <clears throat> excuse me, I got something in my throat. You're good. Okay. Get some water or some yeah, shit. Get a drink. Get, <laughs> a get drink. this man a water. Yeah. Somebody get this man a water. Please take your time. Go ahead and get a drink. Yeah, do whatever you got to do, brother. I'm all right. <clears throat> I think I'm all right now. <laughs> um, I was gonna say. Um, I think I started not getting. I started kind of letting go of hip hop when I was about. I don't know. I got way more into rock. I got way more into punk and grunge and all that shit that was popping off. Yeah. That was about 10, 11. No, that, at that age, I still rapped, but um, I was still messing around with rap. And, but, um, yeah, I don't know. I wasn't really into popular rap that much at a certain style. I don't know. At a certain time when G-Funk got really big, um, like the Chronic came out and stuff, I started, like, getting out of rap. Okay. And it wasn't until a couple years later when I heard some of the shit out the East Coast that I loved. Wu-Tang, Boot Camp, Click, stuff like that, that yeah. I got back into it through friends of mine from when I started going to high school. And so uh, during that time, I had already been deeply into researching, I don't know, going to punk shows already and yeah. stuff like that. So, so I had already, I think I'd already been to the Gilman Street by that age. So. Oh, wow. And the Gilman Street was a famous punk club in Berkeley. And then when I moved to the East Coast, um, I started going to all-ages punk clubs here. Oh, wow. That's pretty sick. Yeah, it was just like a spot we'd go and, like, smoke cigarettes. <laughs> watch any band that came through. And um, fucking... Is yeah, it any genre. Yeah. So at the time, it could be indie rock from the West Coast. From I remember seeing bands from Sub Pop or whatever, um, to ska, to hardcore, which I really, really got into, like from the East Coast, New York mostly, or Connecticut, um, Massachusetts. And um, yeah, I got really into that scene. So it was all just kind of natural to do it all. And uh, the truth is that hip hop had been a huge influence on that scene, on the hardcore scene of uh, of the East Coast. Yeah. So it was really natural, like to. Uh, I was a graffiti writer, so. Okay. Um. I think a lot of the kids in the hardcore scene were graffiti writers, also. That like we we all kind of had our tags and our styles, our hand styles and stuff. So. Yeah. It was just natural to like it all. Yeah, it, made, it was just like big. even even how everyone dressed, the kind of like kind of everyone kind of looked hip hop, even if they like really heavy fucking music. Yeah, and it was all kind of like you were saying, it all kind of meshed together. It kind of all was like rebellious and you know, it's us against the world type of music. And so, especially, yeah, especially and the underground like big, scene, and it was political. Yeah, political. Like, you had to flex hyper- back then animal liberation and a lot of that sh- that kind of world too like lots of like vegan and krishna hardcore bands that were like you go to a show and it'll be a table of just pamphlets and shit like yeah. we're gonna save the monkeys from the lab this week <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> you know? save the bees you know, shit like that <laughs> it was all kind of that 
all that influenced me a lot though it was just like that was my social scene so yeah it was that it was a mixture of that and then kind of like school and then kids i just knew straight from like the streets or like friends of mine that like from neighborhoods or whatever that i used to kick it with when did so. when did you cross paths with Sage Francis? I know you guys are both from the West Coast, both from like smaller states. I would say on the West Coast, kinda, both, kinda both got a resemblance. Um, yeah, he's um Small resemblance. He's from Rhode Island. Funny, right? so yeah. I did cross paths with him in 1996. Wow. At uh, yeah, I saw one of his first concerts ever, and it was uh, he was in he was playing with a hardcore band from Connecticut, mm. in New Haven, and they were opening for a group called vision of disorder wow uh, who was a great band um they were killing it at the time they were stars to us you know like you probably don't know who they are but to at the time vision of disorder was like a big deal to me nice. and so sage the the first act comes on and I, and I always forget the name of the band he was playing with but he just does like two songs rapping with them two or three songs and then i go and i buy i liked it and it was like straight edge rap, and I wasn't even straight edge at the time I, yet. Yeah, I did become straight edge, but um, yeah. but he uh, he sold me his home his tape, which was called Homegrown, and it was all like straight edge with the X's, like SE. Yeah, and, and then he had like double this X's uh, over the graffiti, face. you know, graf graffiti style like drawing poster in in a color print which at the time was not that normal to see. And, um, and yeah, I bought the tape and I bought the print and I really liked it. I listened to it a shitload. So dope. <laughs> and, and super old school too. I mean, that's He's like 96. probably like recite some of those lyrics. Yeah. I mean, that guy and many awesome, years bro. later, so that was on the East coast. That was in, <clears throat> that was in Connecticut, but my father was still living in, um, Oakland at the okay. time in Berkeley. Okay. So I would spend all the summers, all my summers in Berkeley and Oakland. And one of those summers I spent in the, I was already just out of high school maybe, um, 18 years old or so, I met Anticon. Mm, and started doing some songs with Soul and Dose. Yeah. And um, so this is like 99, 2000. It's like 2000, I think, and uh, and uh, I remember Soul telling me about Sage, like, and I remember seeing Sage. I was like, "Is it the same motherfucker that I used to see at the hardcore shows?" Um, he's like, "Yeah, we're putting out one of his records." I was like, "What?" It just like blew my mind. Yeah. This world's colliding. Yeah, especially if West Coast and East Coast. Meet him until years after, but um. You know, like really meet him. I, th I think we have maybe chatted on AOL Instant Messenger or something like that. But um, yeah, our worlds were colliding, and uh, eventually we just started. Um, I forgot where we saw each other in person for the first time as a adults or whatever. Mm -hmm. But um, we became friends, and I think it must have been through Soul. And um, yeah, we became friends, did some music together, did a bunch of shows together. You guys need to put, put out a whole album together. Yeah, I mean, yeah it'd be hard to get him to do that. He's a very <laughs> he, he's he's been uh, in the game for a, a busy long time, man for sure. I just and, seen and him. I just too. seen him not too long. Not just busy. He's Amazing. he's just not that it, into music right now. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
Well, and, and I hope he has another wave where he like totally, you know, for sure it again. But he's way more on the family tip right now. For yeah, sure. that's and that's awesome. But you just that telling is. that story right now just made me think, man. If you ever looked back and just thought, this is fucking my journey has been crazy because you're talking about East Coast to West Coast and meeting this person over yeah. on the East Coast and re-meeting him on the West Coast. And then have you ever thought about, like, writing a book or something like that? Just, or have you ever kept a journal of your travels or um, yeah, just thought about writing that. down your memories? Personal memoir or whatever. Personal journals. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was kind of writing a, during pandemic. I started writing some long-form memoir-type chapters i would say but it wasn't it, it hadn't gotten really to my adulthood it was a, a lot of like i don't know maybe eventually yeah because i a... just did a interview with somebody about um anticon though and that that was like two hours on the phone talking about those years dope yeah because um, that's a pivotal maybe. part po that's a pivotal point in like underground independent hip-hop music is that the formation of Anticon and all those those dudes, and then mm -hmm. uh, the way that they they made music with Sage from the East Coast and Slug. with Slug from fucking the Northwest, yeah, and definitely. that 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 whole story right there is a pivotal part in uh, the the history of underground hip hop or whatever whatever that music at is. At least you know what, what I mean? hip hop is to us. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, for sure. Say so, so. I think it's also kind of an overlooked part of the history i mean it's important to us but mm -hmm. um as far as history books for hip-hop it's not really no one's gonna yeah. um knowing that much i mean even stuff that you know from the west coast that we that i really look up to stuff like the living legends i feel have been really overlooked as far as um as part of that diy hip-hop history um as a as another wave after Hyro and Project Blow, yeah, Project Blow, Hyro, yep, Grouch yeah. and all those. So, you know, well, Living man. Legends, you playing with Grouch? Yeah. Come on, you got good stuff, man. Yeah. Some of the best ever, right there. Yeah, like yeah, like, I, f I feel like a, I feel like as far as like in hip hop history, that shit has been pretty overlooked. Mm -hmm. um, to me, it was really important. No more when greener I first grasses. Got my three mountain college gypsies tapes. Oh yeah. Or, yep. 3MG shit. You know, yeah. I love 3MG for sure. Yeah. Like the old, the older shit. I'd like log, log cabin shit. That's the good like, shit. That's yeah, log cabin. Super dope. Yeah, when I heard sun, sun sprayed for the Yo, first time, yes. it blew my mind. You and know? that's uh, so. sampled off of what Nirvana, right? Like that that beat. Yeah. So probably you probably yeah. enjoyed that one. I'm sure. Sick. Which is yeah, a super exactly. dope. Because I was like, oh, these kids, are fucking with rock shit, but they spit oh, yeah. so hard and. Um, it was yeah, it was inspiring because I liked the same shit. So yeah. for me, it was um, I felt like they were doing it on the West Coast stuff that I, I was kind of doing on my own out here. For you for you, sure. uh, you like a lot of rap over rock? Would you say is that like a you still kind of you like that? Like, have you like, seen anything lately that really inspires you from rock over rap type of like beats or type of music? Because I just seen um, the other day that uh, Young Thug. Was with uh, who was he with? I think he was with Travis Barker on all them, and oh, he yeah, rapped okay. over their mm -hmm. rock beats. What did you think of that? I didn't. I wasn't a fan. I, mean, I haven't heard it. I haven't heard that yet, so I don't have an opinion on it. But yeah. um, yeah, there was a time when I really liked that, and then uh, I think it got kind of played out, uh, overproduced, and a lot of the energy. I used to love groups like Downset, 
and um like they were like hardcore band like legitimate hardcore bands who were down with like cbs crew graffiti yeah yet could spit legitimately a lot of hip-hop elements you know that's the kind of like stuff that was influencing me when i was 16 15 you know what i mean and so as far as like rock and you know and of course rage when rage came out that was a those first two albums were really important to yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah, for sure. Uh, I remember being seventh grade changers. and buying that motherfucker, dude. Game changers, like, put yeah. themselves on the You're map right. as blending styles, yeah, sure. you know, like in a big way. So, yeah, and Zach could actually spit. And when um, sure. you know, Lyricist Lounge came out, and he did that song with KRS One and Last Emperor. Yep, I, I, I love that. That was like a pride moment for me to see him spitting and holding his own with these. And, you know, Karis One was my one of my favorite. Lyricist Lounge was what? MTV or BET? I think MTV. It was MTV, yeah. right? Lyricist Lounge? Yeah, it was MTV. So, seeing uh, M- oh the show, yeah, I'm talking about the um the first compilation that uh, came out, and it was like '97, I think. Um, yeah. It was like a big double CD compilation. Um, Did you have it? On Rockus Records, and it was a uh, really dope. I mean. Jurassic Five was on there. Most Def was all over that, and um, yeah, it was a, it was good. It was it was a important moment for me. Um, and as far as the, those sounds, I do like product. I always did like. It's funny because I feel like I make a lot of pretty sounding stuff, but um, <laughs> I did like noisy production as far as with uh. Like I loved some of the stuff Company Flow was doing their oh, LP oh, yeah. back Company in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, that kind of sound of noisy, kind of abrasive production um, was always dope to me too. It kind of reminded me of the abrasive sound of punk. You know? Yeah, totally. Company Flow, so talk so, for sure. And we were talking a little bit about artists getting overlooked and some of the artists uh, in the underground scene. Was that? kind of inspiration or maybe pushed you towards uh starting your own label or your own uh your own company which is for fake four ink yeah um i think we started at, we started in 2008 which was a time when a lot of labels were closing and i was kind of watching a lot of my heroes not have an outlet to release their own mm-hmm. shit mm-hmm. so watching you know being a place where i could release records by mike and nine from the freestyle fellowship yeah. and awol one from the shapeshifters and soul sick. and yeah. you know like i was proud to be able to be a outlet for them um to continue making music and uh, and that list goes on and on and oh on. yeah dude. You put still a lot a of thing, people you know thir- 13 years later Keep some of the legacy alive. Awesome. these are people that Ray i school. you know in many ways raised me you yeah, know, yeah, so, yeah. Like I was sleeping on floors next to bus driver, you know, at two Mexes, two Mex and Cholalancinco's house when That's I was so in my early twenties, you know. I remember turning twenty one with all those dudes and you know, so so yeah, I mean that they raised me in a lot of ways. So when I had an opportunity to kind of give back in a way and I had distribution deals and I could press vinyl and sometimes have an advance or whatever it was, you know. It was just kind of uh, my gift back to my mentors. And you have so a, that was kind of the beginning of that. And, you have and a, it was also out of necessity. I needed a place to put my my own shit out. Totally. And I like the, the compilation shit that you do, the features with 
all the artists that you have on your label and this and vice versa you know you have a lot of collaborative great artistic work out there <coughs> um but also you have a very vast band camp too right like uh, yeah how, i feel how, like how we're probably exactly? um yeah we're di we're in the hundreds of uh releases at this point so do you have any names i think our official releases that's like not the free summer releases um even though those are also i consider them official too but um yeah we have like a hundred official releases so on you know a lot of it on vinyl um or you know physical and then we have a lot of just straight to Bandcamp releases as well so yeah we're in the we're in the hundreds for releases yeah a, a lot of artists i've discovered a lot of people just through the fake for like Bandcamp and stuff like that people i enjoy listening to do you have any recommendations yourself like up-and-coming artists and people that we should check out no we must hear or others yeah, yeah i would yeah. check out uh some two young artists that uh i'm writing for right now chris condy okay released a, a really dope record i i would recommend um ersat splinter is who i'm playing these shows with in um in Colorado, yeah, I saw he's that. from uh, he's from um, Fresno area. Fresno area, yeah. We we were lucky enough to be uh, to create a friendship with Oscar Goldman, and he's been on the show. Oh, Oscar, Oscar's great. Yeah, yeah Oscar's and another. He's, yeah, he's been on the show as and, well. If you haven't heard Etern, she's an incredible yeah. spitter, and you know, we're focused on hip hop. That's what that's. Those are some I would recommend who are up and coming, and you know. Yeah, Oscar had a lot of good things to say about Aristats. Uh, and after listening to him, it's easy to find see why he's really, really talented young. Yeah, artist. he's. Oh, I've known I've known Martin since he was in high school. Yeah. So um, it's cool to watch him just progress and keep doing cool stuff. And you're yeah. shooting out to Colorado what on Saturday or Friday or uh, what's your? The first show is Friday, so okay, yeah, I'm okay. actually heading out there tomorrow. Nice. So. Nice. Hitting the road, and then you have yeah. a, you have a, a tour coming up with uh, Dark Time Sunshine. I see that. Yeah. A little disappointing. You guys aren't coming around our way over here, but uh, next time around, hopefully, the, make it out to. The Cali. reason being is the reason is because uh, where are you located exactly? Well, we're in like uh, nearby Stockton. Sacramento, Stockton. Yeah, yeah Northern area. Cali. Northern Cali. Cali. Oh, okay. Okay, cool, cool. Um, the reason is because uh, Dark Time is doing dates with Homeboy Sandman. On the okay. West Coast, so I, we didn't want to. We have we have the same booking agent. We didn't want that to clash. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So um, we're all you know, we're all homies, and just want to like the same spots that Sandman was hitting. Yeah, man, longtime so, fan of uh, Gray Skull and uh, Henri uh, Osborne, uh, also man. Like that, that's a super dope tour fucking setup right there. Yeah, that's another group I'm deeply proud of, just because I was there since the inception of Dark dark time sunshine pretty much i was there pretty much since the beginning of that group's uh start you know they started uh, i Henri presented it to me and we kind of went through this whole development process of releasing uh first an ep called believe you me and then yep i have that on this record uh, called vessel and um yeah it was just a whole i felt like we we all kind of grew together 
we grew that project together in many ways. I feel like a big part of that project, you know? Yeah, most definitely. Of that, of that group. Almost like, I feel like if there's any like third member of that group, it would probably be me. But yeah. I just like, I love them. And I agree too. And, uh, Have they been on your label uh, consistently the longest out of all the artists that I've signed with Fake Four? Yeah. They seem yeah. Like it, uh, Factor is the other, okay, yeah, the yeah. other actually. So Factor's like, you know, my family as well. Yeah. So, um, and Factor has produced, you know, a bunch of records on the label and um, is a staple of the label as well. I would yeah. consider Factor and Zavala to be yet yeah, two of the staple producers of the label. Yeah, and he produced your uh, your most recent album, Sad Fat Luck, correct? Was that yeah. Your, okay, and do you have any new shit coming out in the near future here? That was 2019. Where do you, find, where do you find time to get in the <laughs> studio and make music? You got so I, It's like... You got so much going on. Where yeah, you definitely a busy man. Because you're make you are making music. We're seeing the the production still. Yeah, um, I have a ton of music that's kind of unfinished right now. So, and um, this this sounds stupid, but I'm also starting a new band right now. So no, it's uh, it's uh, it, sound, it sounds on par. Yeah, I'm actually going <laughs> to Factor's house uh, after my show with Moody Black nice. uh, in August. August August seventh, I'm playing Moody with Moody Black, who's another great group on on the label. Yeah. Um, noise rap, kind of stuff. Um, so when you do I'm get going a chance to work with Factor after that show in Minneapolis. So when you do get a chance to get in the studio, like you are, you're going to to see Factor. Do you just try to pr knock out as much as you can, or are you still more focused like on releasing quality? Obviously, it takes time to make make something quality yeah i mean i have four um four more albums worth of material right already now. yeah oh wow yeah 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 it's a lot of shit but so it's there's not, no rush I don't on see, anything i don't think almost any of it's ready so i think um i gotta figure out what the public is gonna see in here you know and what it what that means so nice. is it too advanced? that's a hard it's a hard thing but a factor helps me kind of focus myself and there's Do you a feel bunch like of stuff that we need to finish in person because we need? Oh, okay, there you go. We've been struggling to uh, kind of wrap up a couple things that we've been sitting on. So I think in person we're gonna finally figure this some of this shit out. So. I do like I do like the fact that um, even though it's easy to make music remotely and send music nowadays, it's still something about getting together with a producer. Or, you know, producer getting together mm -hmm. with his MC and making music in house. You get that feel, that vibe, yeah, energy. Can't, yeah, the energy, can't the vibe. It. You can't change that for sure. Yeah, it, it, I'm fucking terrible at it. I really can't. I'm not great at. I kind of there. There came a time when I was kind of like, I don't do collabs if unless I'm in person. Hmm. Just because I'm really slow at getting them done, I'm not the best at doing stuff remotely. Hmm. Um, we could, I guess, we could be like zooming and like, but <laughs> when it comes to Sonics and like. I don't know sonic elements a lot of stuff gets lost in that it gets lost in the in the digital translation and um and i would say yeah especially when we're, we're coming down to like nitty-gritty mixing stuff it's really hard to do because oh, yeah, we get sure. pretty picky about shit and um some of the stuff is a little complicated to just be like I don't know. I gotta be there, like with him, like looking at wave files with him, and be like, "No, nah, this goes out, this goes in, this goes out." We gotta keep, you know. 
So yeah, that's kind of what we're hoping to. It's a get del- some... it's a very delicate process, especially when you're putting out your art and you're putting your heart into it. Totally. You don't want you know you're you want, putting your, you're you putting yourself out there. there. Yeah, you're putting you, yourself out there. Only so. the best you want out there from yourself for sure. Yeah, but yeah, that's um, I'm hoping that we're gonna wrap that record, that last record because it's a trilogy, mm. and so um, yeah, I'm yeah. hoping to wrap up that last part of the trilogy. Um soon this year and it'll probably have to come out next year because of how there's a bunch of manufacturing issues with the uh, vinyl right now so oh, yeah it's probably gonna have to come out next year but it'll probably be done this year yeah old uncle covid really fucked up manufacturing for a lot of huh. industries uh oh man it's a disaster it is disaster a trying disaster. to order anything everything's you know four to six months out and it's like at some point, we need to turn this around, but I guess it's just a, a worker shortage right now. A lot of people aren't working, and the sh- you know that's, warehouses are short. And yeah, that's what it's manufacture. To be. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was eight months for the dark time sunshine. Yeah, jeez. Yeah. Like how you? Yeah, that's a long, long fucking time. That's a long and then that's not even a guaranteed eight months. It might be nine. Jeez. Yeah, no. I'm saying they guaranteed it. It's like 240 days. I, I, I forgot when they guaranteed it. It definitely didn't well, come when they guaranteed it. And um, I'm not trying to like, I'm not trying to put this on the manufacturer either. No, I realize yeah. it's like a no, fucking times. disaster. Yeah, everywhere. Um, everywhere. But it just makes it really hard to plan shit when they're like uh, telling you dates. And I don't know. We had this one really nice um, plant that we worked with. You know, they're just, a, they're apologetic, but they, they don't. They had promised us dates that, yeah, you know, they they're like months behind on those, and and then now they're just they're almost saying like a year wait for vinyl. Uh, some places. damn, and you you just, you just reissued. And some places are saying you can't, we just can't take on another project. You just reissued so. the they hate Francisco false uh, vinyl. That was that a long process in the works as well, or how, yeah, how long did that, that was long that? process in the works, and uh, that one actually is going to get done earlier. <laughs> because okay. of who we worked with yeah. in the process. Yeah. So. Well, that's a super dope album right there. Um, what is what is your all time favorite memory of just like a live performance? Where you've been? You've been all over the world. I know you're heading over to Europe again uh, in the near future. Here, I think October. Um, like, what what is your most mm. you know memorable performance? Uh, doing Oof, or just music. moment, or just moment or out just, on the yeah, on tour. Just, just your big biggest moment, your your most memorable moment. Yeah, that would be nice. Um, yeah, it's a lot to for a man who just hit the fortieth milestone. I know, Jesus, We're putting the man on the spot. <laughs> yeah, He's got the miles. He's got miles. Well, even, even if you have a few, even if you have a few, into my mind because it happened a couple years ago. You can throw but, out a few, um, even. I was uh, asked to do this. You know, I was touring the Sad Fat Luck record with a full band. You know, at our, at our peak, at our biggest, we were eight-piece band doing the Sad Fat Luck record. Holy shit. Wow. And um, so we were asked to go and play some big festival in Czech Republic. Oh. And uh, at the end of the tour in the United States, I had to call, I had to hit up my booking agent in the Czech Republic and be like, yo, this it's just going to be way too expensive to try to get this entire band out there. I got to go alone. And this one festival um, kept my date. They were just like, 
we're just going to pay you less. And I was like, fuck it. Okay, I'll do it. Um, but I get to this place, and it's like an amphitheater, you know? It's like thousands of kids out there. Just thousands of people out in the audience. And I'm alone with a laptop and a guitar <laughs> Jesus. on this giant stage. I, I mean, the stage looked like half of a basketball wow. fucking court or something. You know, it was like... Yeah, it was a big stage. It was big. <laughs> yeah. Big-ass stage. And um, it's like, what the fuck am I going to do? I mean, I'm supposed to be here with the band. That would have made sense. Um, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I just proceeded to just win them over in a way where that whole place was like chanting. It felt like a soccer tournament by the end of it. And, um, you know, a lot of people were, I, I, I just did my job, you know, yeah. <laughs> it just felt crazy as fuck to go up there For alone. Sure. And there's literally thousands of people that mostly don't know who you are. Don't speak the language yeah. and you have to go win them over. And, um, awesome. yeah, that was an experience that awesome. I was, I don't get nervous too easily, but that was a kind of nerve-wracking experience. A different type of and experience. yeah, it was a great it was a great moment though because it, it showed me that I I could control this um this crowd. Yeah, um, that beast of a crowd that too. Monster, that's a crowd. That beast. Yeah. Yeah, and I can now I can still like picture some of these kids' faces where like. Something like broke through for them. Yeah, they're probably like their minds. The their minds are probably blown. You know, they had never seen or yeah, heard something like, like this. That, yeah. You know, like which is fucking yeah. super dope. They were freaking know? out. It was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> That's so, awesome. Yeah, that was a uh, that was a good moment. You definitely well, gave them. I have a, I have so many cool moments though. Like yeah. you know, I have I've been able. Another like crazy moment was, I I think I I probably if people. One of the weirdest shows I ever did was in Laos, and I was opening for um, Lewis Logic and Bus Driver. Yeah, wow, that's and, an uh, interesting. And we did a festival called um, Street Jams with a Z, <laughs> and um, and it was like twenty. I'm not exaggerating. It was like twenty Laotian pop bands, like wow. boy bands and girl bands and stuff. And then they're like, and now, <laughs> and you and you can imagine. It's like a bunch of teenagers like screaming and it was like on the <laughs> Mekong River. Wow. And and it's just like a natural amphitheater up there where, where like these big cement stairs became the place where people would sit. But it was just like again, a real intimidating show. Um and then they're like, now Chesky come out. And um and I did my thing, you know, and it was at the it was the funniest part of that was that after all these boy bands and stuff, they had paid us pretty well for that show and everything. I'm, I wasn't really getting paid, but you know, they paid the, they paid the tour well. Mm-hmm. At the end, they were like, "We only have thirty minutes for all three. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to Squeeze go like in. Get prove your shit myself in. first out of all the Americans, and it was fucking uncomfortable you had to break the ice i did my thing (laughs) you could definitely rock a crowd i will say that man you know how to do that you have that magical skill yeah it's taken um yeah i've had to rock some pretty ridiculous crowds i tore i was in a hardcore i was in a metal band hardcore band 
called Dead by Wednesday for a long time, and we actually had a tour with. Uh, we did thirty dates with Insane Clown Posse. <laughs> how was so, how was that? He says, "Woot woot." It was <laughs> playing insane, in front of a jungle, you know? a juggler, woot, bunch woot. of jugglers, and be a, di- a different type of crowd. Oh, yeah, I mean, half, half, performing. I'll right. say every yeah. night about half the audience liked us, and the other half was like, "Yeah." Giving us the finger and calling us whatever they were gonna put call some us. face paint on you, pussy. <laughs> so they were yelling. Bro. Yeah, we got called like everything yeah. you can imagine. So, um, you know, I've been, I've been, I've had tough crowds. Yeah. <laughs> quick, quick, quick. It quick, taught quick. me a lot, though. It taught me a lot about how to quick navigate question. those. Quick question well. before we wrap it up with you here. When you go in the car right now and you start the fucking car, what's in the what are you putting on? What's the first song you're putting on tomorrow? Like what is the fucking let's go? Nobody's hearing it. This is not my fucking you know what I mean? A lot of people aren't playing this, but it should be heard because it's fucking dope. Yeah, you know what I mean. Not oh, being too shit. specific, but you know what I mean. What are you putting on in the morning? What are you bumping? Or in what the are you car? getting in the car right now when you get back in it? What's your? I song? don't know. Maybe it's just on my mind right now. But uh, Chris Condi, every day has yeah. been a song I really okay. like. Chris Condi has a lot, a lot of skills. We'll put say. that. We'll put that motherfucker on when we end. Yeah, this we're gonna play that. We're gonna play that definitely. Do you give yeah, us permission to play? Like, can we, can we like play it. that? You think we'll oh. get we'll get fucking muted for playing that? Yeah, we get shut down a lot that? for playing people's music. No, it's like a real chill, but like super well done. You heard it here first, fucking Facebook. Your boy Chesky okay's it. He gave us. We got the permission to play it. Yeah, that's a good one. Hell yeah! Well, we're or or Dark Time Sunshine Hell Nah is another one. That's like that's like one. Oh, and if you're I've been, I've been about, bumping like, that for a while. One yeah, more thing, that's a good one. If we ever play any Chesky, we got the permission to play it, correct? Of course, yeah. On the podcast, on the podcast, you're the man, dude. We got it right here. You <laughs> heard it first. MCMP's got the permission. Yeah, this is a good. This is good in the court of law. Fuck yeah. Hell yeah. We're in that shit. Chesky's Fuck yeah. We're getting sued one. left and right, but Chesky's on our fucking side. <laughs> it's like, yeah, you know, Michael Jackson's estate might sue me, but uh, Chesky's we good, Chesky. man. We're, we're, good. Chesky. we're good. Well, thank you so much for uh, being so nice with your time and sitting down with us. I know it's late over where you're at and uh, staying up to talk to us on a Wednesday night, and we wish you uh, safe travels on your tour tomorrow, and we look forward to you coming you back to California. I, uh, I can't wait. We want to come out and check you out and see some of that new shit and uh, watch you rock the show. Fuck yeah. Hell yeah, yeah. I can't wait to get back to, to Cali. We'll, we'll to do it properly. I think, I'm thinking early, we're talking about January to get back to the Bay at least, and mm. so maybe oh, yeah, we'll, man. Uh, We'll make the drive out Maybe for sure, dude. Trip for that one. Oh, we definitely, cool. we'll definitely make right, the trip. It, it would definitely be worth the trip. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Well, thank you again for uh, for doing this, taking uh, the time, taking man. the time, uh, and uh, yeah, and, thank you for having me. And we wish you nothing but the best, and uh, look forward to hearing some more. And and thank you so much for doing so much for the underground hip hop scene because oh, yeah, we're all big fans of what what goes on outside of the mainstream, and uh, artists like you are what keeps us intrigued and listening and keeps us uh keeps us moving keeps forward and gives us keeps something to talk about on this stupid podcast yes so sir thank you so much we appreciate <laughs> you bro thank you for taking Turns the out. time take care, right. bro. Take care take brother care. Take peace care. out peace out brother peace 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 Chesky, was your boy Chesky out there? Hell yeah. in business. What a good, what a good guy, dude. Nice guy, really super nice. Guy. Conveyed good interview, good fucking dude all around. Seems like an all around fucking cool ass motherfucker. Cool cat for sure, dude. You can't say anything bad about the guy, man. He had good things to say. He's a nice guy. I mean, he's he's got a lot of good interests out there, and you know, yep. 
It was a good interview all around. I Most definitely, man. Super Shout out cool. to Chesky. Uh, check him out on the uh, the tour with Dark Time Sunshine. Check him out. Check him out in uh, Colorado with uh, Airsat Splinter coming up. Um, yeah, and just yeah. go go check out his and uh, check out his music. His music because there's yeah. a lot Fake of things. Well, we we listen. We watched a video where he uh, he played a song uh, and it was like a live studio in studio live performance um and he it was a song where he had i think three different styles it was like a hip-hop folk and like a rock style yeah uh, that's, what, that's what you were listening to that's earlier, the one right? yeah that's the it one was he like sent punk us, right? and yeah. then like fucking yeah. ska it's amazing so now what is that can you tell us what that is permission dude that, that's are uh, you gonna play it yeah take it all back Let's take it all it. back Go look up on YouTube, Chesky, Take It All Back. Take It All Back. Fist, live performance or whatever. Fistful of vinyl. Fistful of vinyl is the actual live uh, well, guess what? performance he's speaking of, which well, is super you dope. You can play every Chesky song you want. Now your boy <laughs> over here gave you the AOK. Yeah, well, yeah. I'm pretty sure that was the AOK for the Fake Four. Like we got the, oh, yeah. we opened the door to Fake Four. For sure. We got all the Fake Four. Thank now. you once again, Chesky, for joining Thank us you, sir. Um, on Milk Crates and Microphones, dude. That was a super dope interview. Hell yeah, uh, yes. I appreciate that. That was. Shout out to our publicist. Awesome can't wait. You know who you are? Yeah, dude. Shoot. Uh, you did a good job tonight. Yeah. Hey. You did a good job. <laughs> way to book that one. Way to book that. Yeah. Way to go. Get the waters. <laughs> Get the waters. All right, we're back. <laughs> oh, man. Well, yeah, uh, what you got? so look, we look forward to some more interviews. Uh, I know we said 2019 was the year of the Lord, the year of the guests. Yes. But this this is really, this is really the year of the guests. <laughs> 2021. This is, this is the year, the year of, the of the Lord, the year of the guests. We are doing it. And if you don't We're like it, doing it, you might not be. We got blessed. some more. We got some more. Uh, some more. What you got? What you got? We have some more rappers stuff coming. I, I was gonna say hip hop heads, but we got some rappers coming yeah, as general, well. We're gonna general, we're gonna we feed that. We're gonna feed that itch. We're gonna yeah. feed the itch. We we mixture, dude. Hey, we love everything here on Milk Crate. We got six on the got six on the six. Hey, we got little six coming up on uh, the sixth of August. So if you ain't with that, you must be sleeping. Fucking Sacramento's finest. Um fucking rapping with brother Lynch we're Hung, pronoun- doing we're, shit we're with doing that right now? Um, we're doing fucker, this right yeah. now we're dropping them bro yeah, we're oh, gonna wow. get them a tree we got six on the six brother hey. Lynch Hung's boy coming out right here I mean hey, hey like you know what's coming up uh, yeah I, can, I can't wait it's gonna I'm it. gonna enjoy it but yeah hopefully we don't uh you anything hopefully you hopefully we're not setting that one up a little anything you wanna promote right now most definitely yeah I do I wanna promote the merch everyone I don't know where we're at we're right here we're Here somewhere. Let me bring it in on. Bring, bring it in. Bring, bring it in tight. Right bring it in tight. So I want to promote the merch. So you can go ahead to uh, okay. milkandmikes.band. That quality. Bandcamp? Are you talking about Bandcamp? Is no. it Bandcamp? It's fucking Big no. Cartel. <laughs> big Cartel. Sorry. <laughs> How dare you. Milkandmikes.bigcartel.com. Go check out the merchandise. You can get yourself one of those. You can get yourself that a nice beanie. coffee mug. Good quality, dog. You can get yourself a tank. Mm. MCMP tank's great, tank. too. Tank's great, too. Um... There's shirts. Yep. Show them your We're mug. gonna be switching that, f- those five items Hold up. That mug. We'll be switching these five items up at the beginning of the month, each month. So there'll be uh, a whole new drop every month. Well, I, I got a shirt on. I got myself a shirt on. Actually, I got the Einstein on. Which right I like. Now. I hate when a company just keeps spitting out the same fucking. Yeah. So like, what we're gonna do is we're gonna, gonna try to dr- a new drop every month. And so what shit. you do buy will probably be like. A one out of five, you know. And what you see on the tables <laughs> are giveaways. These are no, giveaways. I mean, there's on the only table. like three. Yeah. There's only one of these right now. Or no, there's two of these in the two world. Of, two of them. There's we two do. of these in the world right now. I got I got two of two. 
We do so. have um, a contest coming up, okay? We're going to let you know the exact details pretty soon here. Um, we're still working out the fine fucking. Yeah, but we're going to have a giveaway. You can win a coffee mug, yes. maybe a tank, yeah. or we're maybe We're not charging you for shit. We just want you to tune in and check us the fuck out, and we'll give that shit away. Yeah, and maybe just leave a comment or uh, show us that you subscribed in some way. We're going to have a Christmas possible. drop of shirts coming out. We're going to have all kinds. We're Halloween. Gonna I can't wait for the Halloween drops. Drop. Gonna be the Halloween sick. drop is going to be hard. We're going to all design a sick Hell shirt. Yeah, we're going to drop some Halloween I'm shit. I'm going to drop an MCMP 316 one soon, too. There it is. There it is. Uh, Austin chugging the milk or what? <laughs> yep, chugging milks. Two oh, milk cartons. I'm going to have a Kurt Angle fucking old school shirt of him chugging the milk. Yeah. That'd be hard. So on the mic. These are all, and, and we also I mean, want to do. Uh, I would get a, a Mankind one to tell you the truth. <laughs> we also want to do some guest, uh, some guest, special guest shirts. So For like sure. we talked about last yes. last time with Conrad, we'll do a Ninja Fishing some or collabs. whatever. What is it? A nin- Bass Ninja? Bass Ninja. Bass Ninja. And then, uh, you know, maybe a Banana Manly Oh, uh, banana manly would be the <laughs> most selling shirt he's, we he's have. Riding the maybe, maybe, he's riding maybe, a big banana. Maybe it really No, the banana's in his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> the banana's in his mouth. No, he's riding maybe a big banana realized. and holding on to yep. a little banana. The banana drives a bigger banana. It's attached to a banana <laughs> that's man. The, that's the steering joystick. The banana joystick. is the man that's the joystick. and the banana's the dick. But you have to put it in your mouth to move it. Good God. That's the shirt. That's the shirt coming out. We're just fucking around. We love you. We love you. Jesus. When you get the banana, you know you're winning. Oh, man. So, uh, what do you got? You got notes for us, there, Sig? Of course we got Drive this. the podcast. Yeah, um, did you hear about the fucking, the one of the, have you ever heard of this one of the kind Wu-Tang Clan album? No. Yes, the one that homie bought that was sued and then he wasn't allowed to play it. Well, this. And then he bought it. It's and then he played it and then he got in trouble. Wu-Tang made an album. I know. Is that the one though? Privately. Right? Wait a minute. Is that the one? No one's heard this album. Wait a minute. Is that the one? Yeah, it has to be. The one that the rich guy bought that yeah, was yeah, a yeah. joke and then he went to jail. It's not a joke. It's no, no. Joke. He looks like a joke. Yeah. He's like a skinny looking weirdo. Well, now, <laughs> well and he's, he's, and he he, played he's it. like, uh. You know what I'm talking about though, right? They're like, uh, taking a shit right now. I don't know what you call that, but he, he owes a lot of money for me. Because he sued him because he played happened. it or whatever. Yeah, anyways. Yeah. So, so what about it? Is, it, is it coming this out? Is, this is the one of the kind, a uh, one of the kind of album though that no one's ever. Heard. The album's probably trash. It is number pr- one, privately made for this man. Probably Isn't trash. Isn't that weird? Bro. That Wu Tang Clan. I wonder how much they got paid to come in. Wu Tang Clan's coming. In, what is this? Some white dude? Like some random rich white dude? Have you seen to him? Look house. him up. Pull him They're up. Like uh, pull him up. You know, let's come into your house, Martin. Uh, Shkreli? Yes. Martin Shkreli. He's a goofy-looking skinny uh, guy with the brown hair. He paid $2 million for the only Wu-Tang at an action. That album fucking sucks dick. I guarantee that album but it was sucks. Se- but it was seized by uh, fucking the If that album was hella good, yeah. you don't think there'd be copies and leaks? N- once again, how's it going to get out? Let me no one has ever heard this album. This, how, this rich man is so fucking... How good are these songs? I don't know. Like how are I these like know. God God breaking songs? Are I these wanna, are these million dollar <laughs> again, played songs? Are these I'll, songs that played forever? I want to know how much the, they got fucking paid to make this album. I just want to know if these are songs that are played forever. Because look, man, these are fucking songs that are made only for this man. Like how I much just, how much are they putting into it? I are, just want to know. Spin it out like I, oh, we got some bullshit on the side. Exactly Let's what it is. Give it to this it, guy. Exactly what it is, Sig. So That's I just want to know. Okay, is this man? Yeah. Is this man what? Got songs here that are changing the world. <laughs> the the are, are they there? Are they there? We want it. Well, we want to hear it. So Milk Race and Microphones is demanding to hear that album. My question we is, we want to know what's on did it. Did you hear the new Donda album by your boy Kanye? Uh, Who's your favorite? Are yeah. you are you bumping that? Chris Donda? I don't know who the fuck that is. But my question is, what do you mean? Good God, how are you gonna say that you don't know who the fuck that is? We just did an interview. 
Talking about Chris Conda. No, I Chris Donda. <laughs> yeah, there's no such thing as Chris Donda. No, you told me. I'm telling you, the Connie album is called Donda, the okay. new one. Uh, okay, I didn't. Uh, okay. And he played gotcha. in an amphitheater gotcha. where he listened to the music. It's called the Lock and Listening. I have not. And he had everybody. He was dressing already. He had a Donda? ski mask I on. About Chris Conda. No, the, the, the Connie album is called Donda. Now let me ask you this. Okay. What? Do you like Kanye? Did he come out with that brand new album that he said he was going to drop? That's not what I asked you. <laughs> okay. I asked you, do you like Kanye? I don't hate Kanye. Like, do you li- I didn't ask I, you that. Uh, I asked you, do you like Kanye? It's now, a simple okay, cut, cookie cutter His question. His music, I don't I don't love. even ask His you music, that. I don't ask love. you any of that. That was well, kind Kanye? of a Kev Pro dance. Kanye yes, or you're music? dancing around the question. Are Let me ask you Kanye? one question. <laughs> the person yes or the music? Or no. The person. Do uh, you like Kanye? I don't hate him. So I, what do you like about him? I feel like he keeps it real, and because he's crazy, maybe. Okay. But I don't know if he's uh, fucking medically insane or okay. whatever he's considered. I know he's bipolar. And he's he's open about that kind of more recently than ever. Okay. But uh, I feel like he keeps it real, and he speaks his mind, which I do like. He's not afraid to be different. Okay. What but his music is out there, and what, I, I also feel like. What do you think like of the new album that he just dropped? I feel like his older shit with uh, that he was dealing with Jay Z was out? fucked up, I'm and now his newer shit's better than that. But will it come out? Is the question. I can't. Imagine <laughs> totally turned out. I'm, I'm definitely dancing around these questions. I don't know why. Will his new album but, uh, come out? Yes or no? Will the new album come yes, out? Yes, it's gonna come out. Uh, the last one didn't come out. What do you mean? Why don't you Google it and find out, my Kanye friend? You're a Kanye West fan. New album. I, I no heard, no. Put I heard Kanye he's West secretly doesn't release new albums. I'm sure it'll tell you that he didn't Hold release on. the but last was one. Was Donda already released? Donda's the new one he just did. So he released it. Okay. So you see, I don't even now, know anything Google, about that. Did he release the last one? Got he didn't. It. He didn't. He just teases you. Okay. Well, now, why, is, why is this if one it's released, released I play us. It. You can't even play a song. We can't play that. Is here. it not downloaded? We can't afford this <laughs> here. We can't even afford <laughs> a half of a song. How much does he sell an album of Donda for? I would say that we couldn't afford it. How much does an album of Donda? I'll cost? throw five on it. I've got Venmo. I got, I you got five. five. You got five on, on an album of Donda. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Even yeah. if we buy it, uh-huh. we can't play it still because Locked they up. didn't buy it. But we bought it. But they didn't buy it. Who's they? Whoever watches. <laughs> and so okay. they can't get that free music. Uh, yeah, yeah. And well, then they get in trouble. Yeah, that's yeah. another trouble, right? That's there. true. That's true. Dude, well, have you heard any of this Donda album? Because I didn't even know it was out. Uh, tell you the truth, I didn't hear anything of That's it. That's how much. See, I but don't love d- him that but, much. I mean, you I don't knew like, it was out. But I, I did Don't you like Kanye more than I like I Kanye? Hate Kanye? I what hate Kanye. What are you talking about? This? Didn't you vote this? for him for president? No. How about this? Don't I hate <laughs> him so much, I keep up on him to make sure I can continue hating him at the right pace. Who do you like more, That's Kanye or Kim? I would rather like Kim, yeah. but. You'd rather you like him or you like Okay, how about this? How about this? I hate Joe Rogan. You hate Joe Rogan? But I watch every episode. You, you love you you hate I him so love, much you love him. him love hate him that's an Shit. interesting it's crazy. Shit. Shit. I feel Shit. like Shit. he's a he's a back talking snake juggler mm. that has a I, lot of oil in his hands I feel like lately juggles. he's uh, uh not maybe as real Shit. Shit. but uh, I don't he know dances for sure. a lot he does a lot of dancing like you're saying his his guests are so diverse but I don't know this. if he can keep up with them like get that, this you know? like he has to try to cater to them John I'm uh, back I'm back okay. I'm talking I'm watched every Rogan lately mm-hmm. like everyone I'm caught up and I've watched every Joey Diaz 
I'm back on the Who's Diaz. Better? Who's better? Diaz is back, bro. Diaz is barking, bro. Watch the last from. Okay, to my do do me a favor. Okay. Watch Uncle Joey and Lee Syatt. They get back together for no. two episodes. No. Yes, and it just fucking brings the church. How, how recent back. was this? How recent was like this? Mu- you almost like became a Patreon again. Huh? You're just now talking yes, about I, this. I told You're you. You're just now bringing Trust this up. Me. You didn't Trust recommend me. this a month ago. Trust me. Why didn't you recommend it a month ago? Two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. This just came out. You're talking Uncle Joey, Lee Syatt, the church reunion. They did two episodes back to back. Fucking fire. Really? Talking fire. And then after that, every episode is just yeah. fire. fire. I got. Damn, I have. Fire. I, I listened to a couple episodes or podcasts that lost a member of the trio or the the second member. Like people split up. Like and yeah. the podcast is never the same. Never the same. I'm like, damn. And that's like that one podcast I paid seven dollars yeah, yeah, yeah. a month just we so I can hear one episode of <laughs> of the third guy coming back. And, that sucks. And it was only one. It was just one episode. Was it worth it for that one? I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, because I also got to do yes. like a question thing. I sent in a question okay. and, and it got read on the podcast. Oh, yeah, so that was cool. So. And I'm up on my Theo Vaughn. It was about smoking weed. I asked Vince Averill if he still smoked weed. Yes or no? Did he? He said yes, but not during the show because so back in the day, but they the show. when they used to get hella high, they and would say the this was the we watch pro- wrestling podcast and they'd smoke weed and but they would say they'd be on the show and they'd forget something and he'd be like, God damn it, too much pre-show. And so the, that was like the code for, for smoking so much, weed. Much weed. We <laughs> pre, much, yeah. Too much pre-show. Okay, too much okay. pre-show, right? Got and it. so when okay. I asked him, I said, do you still hit the pre-show every once in a while or what? And he goes, I do, but not pre-show. So yeah, he's, he's still smokes. But okay. So post-show. But no, that's that's being a Patreon. <laughs> so post-pre-pre-show. I wish we could get a Patreon going, but I don't, I don't know if anyone's going to pay for it. We don't know. Um, in the future, it might happen because, dude, I see everyone has Patreon. Like Eli uh, from Living Legends has a Patreon. Like Mer- Eli like, from the Living I know, Legends. But um, I'm just saying, like everyone kind of has their own little Patreon. Do you think if we put Patreon, a fake, like, famous name on it in front of it, this is? Uh, I'm just saying, it's not all A-list celebrities. It's like this a- is anyone, a, everyone has. Let me Can I quickly uh, do a quick shout out? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, shout out to Narc News. Nope. Don't oh, ever dude, shout yeah. that podcast out here ever. You said the words, and now it's going to be blurred. Yeah, I'm going to blur. We're going to delete that. It's done. Censor. Uh, so I was going to give a shout out to hometown hero Justin Medeiros. He's back at the CrossFit oh, yeah. Games. Nice. He's sitting second after day one. Woo! Uh, so he is in in range to be the fittest man on earth right now. There's yeah, still wow. four, there's still four more days of uh or no three more days of of hard testing how but how long is this whole competition oh dude it's f- so today well, was four to, today to was four workouts man. the first workout is this day one this it? is the crossfit games that we're talking about okay. and somebody that i was lucky enough to train with when he was a youngster like 16 17 coming that's up. cool to watch him grow up and, and now he's 21 like and he's he was awesome. the third, third fittest man on earth last year at the crossfit games this year he's back he's one of the heavy favorites he's like a star now he's the, one of the biggest faces in crossfit he's Sponsored by Noble, he's fucking sponsored by Rogue, Rogue Fitness. Like, he's that's fucking crazy. He's one of the biggest faces. He's probably, if he wins this year, he'll be the face of CrossFit. Let's just say that. So, how much is he getting paid? A lot of money. Oh wow, like fifty racks. If he wins, he's getting like ten racks a ten racks an event win. How much is he getting paid a month? Um, I don't know. He's probably not making a lot a month. He's more just. It's more like winning a competition. You win a competition that pays for Mm -hmm. like a whole year. You know. Anyways, he's sitting second right now. So uh, I want to say, fucking good luck. luck. Keep doing your thing. Go do it. And what you were saying is, how long is it? Today was four workouts. The very first workout was a mile swim, straight back into a three mile kayak. 
Jeez. That was the first workout. This is, how diverse That's is this competition? Crazy. That's hey. sick, huh? A kayak. And it's open Hit water. What's open again. water? What else Three mile swim? swim? No, one mile swim. One mile swim. Which is super Which is far. already deadly. So fucking far. How far is that from here to here? So if you were to say a mile swim. An Olympic swim. pool is 200 meters. Okay. This is beyond a decathlon. Okay, I got, it, I got in at an Olympic, Lake. Olympic. How far am I swimming? You're swimming upriver to 99. No. No. Yeah. That's far as fuck, bro. You're talking, you're hitting the little a mile dip and everything. Swim. That's a mile swim, basically. Jeez. So uh, a mile swim right into a three-mile kayak. So you come out of the swim, boom, like, jump into God. a kayak, and three kayak miles kind of, kayak. The first mile would be chill. The Straight second mile, you lake. put it on. Dude, third mile, you put the real Your arms on. get pretty bombed. If you're going fast? Yeah. And then first they, mile, after, you chill. After swimming, hold first on. First mile, chill. After swimming, look, you've already okay. wasted hella energy. Now, first mile, chill. Have you ever swim second for mile, you put a little heat on it. <laughs> third mile, you put a little fire Have you ever Have you ever swam for, like, exercise? Uh, I've swam uh, Just because I fun. had to cross a, a far area. And it was hard. It, it sucked dick, man. No, so swimming for exercise is it's one of the it's hard, uh, dude. hardest tasks because it, it, it attacks every for so- for single soccer, muscle. They, 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 oh, you know I mean? Muscles that you don't use. Muscles in your lats that you don't use, in your chest that you don't use, in your arm. You're kicking, so you're firing up your glutes and your hamstrings in ways that you're never really firing. So it's whole body. Swimming is an amazing tool for fitness. Yes. But, yeah, so that – I should swim more. That was the first workout. Then they had three more workouts after that that were – I mean, one workout was just a 500-meter sprint, so it was like a sprint around a track, you know? Yeah. Uh, which was cool. Then they did uh, another uh, two other workouts that were more CrossFit-related, but he's sitting in okay. second place right now. So shout out Justin Madera's Lodi. Oh, yeah. Lodi shit. boy. Oh, wow. That was super he's sitting, dope. He's only eight points out of first place. Sounds, so sounds tough. Keep looking forward to seeing what he does with the rest of the weekend and the rest of his career because – now he's like a professional athlete. You know what I mean? He's making like, money. Or, I mean, he, I think he is. No, he is point, a professional right? athlete. Like, that's super And dope, he's a full-time man. college student as well. That's Yeah, damn, that's hard to balance, I will mm-hmm. say. So I can keep that shit up. Yep. So we're looking forward to that. Anyways, you guys want to do freestyle session real quick before we do song picks and uh, get the fuck out of here? Yes, sir. Any, any requests on the beats? Yeah. Nope. Fucking a good-ass beat. Like a yeah. A fake four beat. You know what I've been freestyling to lately though? What? Lo-fi jazz. <laughs> We're not fucking. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Anything. Lo-fi jazz. What I've been rapping to. At uh, I no offense. I like oh, listening yeah. to lo-fi or uh, chill music, whatever you want to call it, uh, on YouTube once in a while, but not right now. Oh, he's ready to kill. He's ready to kill. Mm. Kill, kill mode. Ready to murder. It's a fucking We're kill mode. Kill. We're doing you, kill. you know what happens when the fucking race cars in the red? Murder, murder, murder. When the fucking race cars in the red? Nah, I would never kill. The movie's out. Except a beat. I don't know. Tell it. When the race cars Spe- in the fucking red? I don't know. You're fucking up then, man. <laughs> what movie is it? Up, Are you going to tell the milk people or I not? can't tell them. If you don't know, you don't know. He don't know. He don't know. Yeah, you I don't know. even know the line. You're just trying to figure out. When the race cars in Google, the red. I guess. I'm going right. to Google it right ask now for Jeeves. you. Does, does Jeeves exist anymore? Is Jeeves still around or no? Can you ask Jeeves anything, or is he gone? Is he dead? Is Joel Jeevesy boy right. dead? Who's got song picks? I had a song. Oh, We're doing Chesky song picks. We got Chesky song yes, picks. Yes, we are. Put on, put on a little uh, half okay, mast. Sig's got it. Sig's got it. Chesky half mast. Oh, that's, what, that's where we're going tonight? That's okay. where I'll go right now, at least. Um, just been bumping out. It's a good song. All right. So maybe we can get another reintroduction. So, yes. Hold on. Once again, I do want to say thank you, Chesky, for joining us earlier. That's why YouTube. That was a dope chat. And uh, this is your fucking hit track. This is uh, Chesky Half Mast. 
Facebook, we have permission to play this song. All the rights. Oh, hell yeah. the stones, searching for the dead and gone, dinosaurs with their dead end songs, and then, when I was seven, I planted 20 peach pits in the backyard, one of them grew up to be a tree with 50 arms, before the sweetest fruit I've ever tasted, and the roots flow through the dirt, flow through the pavement, all these animals, with the paws and traps, all the animals, in this bar make me laugh, it's the way that the faces sing A half-mast, it's the way that a body stink I already know that by heart I've memorized the reflections and know the art I felt the rush of a big bet and got the scars Covering each bit of this chest will play our parts But every performance will end So I'll disappear to the start of the finish I guess I get to go ahead and set up a chip in the way to give it it Only for the live form at a time I'll give it one of us to be significant I'll just think of a prime Sacrifice of my body, pocket of mine For a taste of it, think of the face of it To the moment a man from it I pray when I can't stomach that rubbish When you live really when they go, when they die for the most high, underground, on the sky, with a clown like big guy, in the wooden box, with a suit of ties, so the bowl people can't hide, with a bag of between toenails, with a reckless, so it's like bone marrow, and with a perverter, a ghost devil, god damn it, I'm locked inside this unforgiving planet, where people chant the freedom and revolution, but I've never had it, so I've been in a quest to find them again, and I've never never grabbed it to get death, and I'm at a turning point, what are we going to quit now, but it's all the jest, I feel I'm dick deep, in the writer's block, raping my brain is editing out all the ways I wanna say fuck you in good days. This is an album about low living, sucking up dust in the silvery quickly. But the truth is unforgiving, all these animals with the paws and traps. All the animals in this barn make me laugh. It's the way that a face is sink, a half mast. It's the way that a body stink. Nine years old, saw a man get shot in the road. Robbed the bank, never made it home That's my fucking hero though A gambler with no soul Took a risk, buried in the hole When I was 12 I dreamt Abuelo never went to hell I dreamt he never shot and killed himself In that Puerto Rican motel With a cane rum sunk into the shelves I painted him in heaven 17 I made believe my father kept clean That addiction wasn't built inside of me Or David but the tree is still growing and it seems But the fruit and poor ten years before this wasn't so sweet Judas, I must say, I must say, yeah I never thought you would say All right, Chesky, half mass Right there I've seen that shit live and that was a super dope song to see live Yeah, that's a four minute song, so Chesky's sure. still doing it like, oh, we, yes. like we do No, we ain't Chesky, doing no half I'm gonna ass, give you uh, two minutes and 15 <laughs> seconds so Nope, I'm going <laughs> I'm going Chesky Electrocardiographs Is it more than three minutes long? Nope, two minutes <laughs> long That's all we need, we need two minutes, Chesky Good stuff, you're sticking with the trend With the trend Shout out to Chesky. This is Chesky. Catholic schoolboys rule. Cardio Nine guys. fingers to the sun. Happy you woke. I woke up fully clothed and broke as fuck. So repressed that I cringe when British folks say the word cunt. Systemically made us felons so we would never hold their guns. Only higher shooters. 
Never been to Hooters. If this was Los Angeles in 92, I'd be a looter. Kanye sends dick pics, I send dog pics. How the hell am I 36 and so fucking defiant? Swam back to the trap, notice most trap rappers are clients. Like clockwork, our country's blessed, obsessed with ultra violence. Working in the drug world, you see a lot of grown men crying. I was actually born in July, most of these guys are Leo's lying. Touch a lot of dollars. All of it I owe to others. Never wanted to fuck with crack after I saw it fuck my father. This life has a lot to offer. Sweet poisonous kisses from the lips of priests or devil's daughters. Precious vixen mistresses quick to spit the venom and sink with several sicknesses. Severing heads with liquid sedatives, sentiment slide like sedimentary mud. These fuckers won't take me alive or touch what I've done. Then I'm breaking my prime and I'm too fat to run, so I'll die. Holy fuck, like the body of Christ inside of a nun's cunt. No, 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 that's too much. You're supposed to pose as a poet, not grow into another punch-drunk punk. Today I'm overthinking of a population that voted for Trump. Of the one time in junior high when a little boy called me skunk. Because he saw my skin was light, but I wasn't white enough. Thought English wasn't my mother tongue, cause my family was Puerto Rican. Suburban Connecticut kids laughed at a name that sounded foreign. Never quite fit in with the other ones on the teacher's attendance list. In California, when I was 11, they asked me to talk Mexican. Got so sick of explaining that eventually I just said, yes, 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 that's fine. Everything is a test. Everything falls in line. Like flat ones and electrocardiographs when we die. Everything is a test. I against I against I. In the meantime, use those brains to redefine that life. Everything is a test. Everything falls in line. Like flat ones on electrocardiographs when we die. Everything is a test. Everything falls in line. Like flat ones on electrocardiographs when we die. That shit was super duper hard. So that's just some hip hop shit right there. That's some super hip hop shit. It's a little wild. It's wild. That's a little mind blowing right there. Spoken word, but it's it's hip hop. It's hip hop. That's where hip hop is from. It's hard. It's super technical. And it showed a lot of good style. Yes. It's crazy. Anyways, go ahead there, Yamnob. Give me a prison sporks. It's a live deal. It looks. It's pretty fucking A live deal. Pretty fucking sick. If you don't like it. We're yeah. gonna see a live deal. It's a live deal. What kind of this live is just deal are you just trying to deal? Oh. This is prison sports. No. You want to do the live one or you want to do this one? What kind of live deal? Either or is fine. Either or is fine. The live one's on cool the table too. Tonight, huh? They're the same, so it doesn't matter. Play that one. That's fine. Do you have a live deal tonight? The live, the live one is holding his hand up. It's pretty hard. Put that live no, deal like on the table. No, Play no, that. No, no, Play right. that. Is this a live deal? Don't fucking stare at me. I am not in the mood. Structures are not real, but you're feeling that you're better than me because of your job. You're cleaning toilet bowls and pissy, shitty steak made boxer shorts like dump. You're no boss, you're a slave. They want us to believe that some of us are greater than others and hear that it's all distracting us from the fact that we're all lower than humans in the eyes of society. Today I strip, squatted. And coughed like yesterday and lifted my scrotum for cops who analyzed my asshole with the shame of a shitting dog. I gathered spit between lips but swallowed it all. I want to break that fucking noses. Level four. I'd love to break that fucking 
this, this, this live would be super though, dude. Yeah, Everyone would be fucking cool, be a cool vibe if you're there for sure. You know how he was talking about how he had to win over a few crowds. He came out oh, and it was just him and his guitar. This is definitely yeah. a bar song. You play that, you win me over. I think. Oh, yeah. You're a bar song. That's You're a bar gonna song. win me that's over. That's a dope track, right? Matt, there, I love man. that you. Uh, yeah. Tell me that you did what I did. <laughs> that's not we, a bar we, song. We threw darts. That's a threw darts. That's we a bar song. That's you definitely threw a dart. bar song. You might have almost missed, but for some reason, by the end, we I was like, hit. "You hit it! <laughs> you hit the target!" Yeah, for sure, that was a good one. You know what say? Shout out to Chesky. That, Shout yeah, out. That's a that's a wide range, and yes. that's being able to win people over sure. right there. And it's a win. It. Yeah, a hundred percent. Because a hundred percent. I'll be completely honest with you. I don't listen to that type of music, mm-hmm. uh, but. A minute and thirty into that motherfucker, I'm listening to that. Like yeah, I'm good. in. I'm yeah. a, I'm a hundred percent in. I'm sold. Hundred percent sold. Yeah, so that sure. that's showing talent right there, for being sure. able to do there that. And like he said, you know, diverse. You, you walk out on the stage and it's just him and his guitar. Rocking fucking uh, stages in Laos. Rocking stages in the Czech Republic. I mean, shit, dude. That's like. Dude. Can you go wrong? Imagine insane. that. Imagine doing that. Can you go wrong? No. But imagine insane. that. That's yeah, you can't go wrong. You that, can fuck that I mean, up. Yes, you can go wrong. No, for I mean, sure. can you go wrong with those moves. You're doing big moves. Can't go wrong with them moves. Those are good moves. Good moves. Those are good moves, brother. That's fucking just wild and diverse, I will say. So shout out to Chesky. I remember the first time that Milk We got lucky because he told a lot of good stories. Oh, yeah. We got some good stories. We got some good shit. We got some great stories. Yeah, man. Thank you About coming and meeting Anticon. Like I said, those are like looking back on that. That's a huge part of time and space in hip hop. I love it. Uh, once again, East Coast to West Coast. And yeah, it's like the Illogic. It's like around. Boom Bob. Yes. Boom Bap. When we talked to Boom Bap, yeah. the same thing. They connected with hella people mm-hmm. that by the end of it, it all came back. Yeah, it's exactly. like a fucking it's a mesh. It is. It's a mesh. It's a it's a circle of it's life. A, what do they call that? A, a it's mixing a pot. Yeah. It's a mixing pot of everybody. It's just fucking, mm. I, I love it. Man. A melting pot. A melting pot. Oh, that's yeah. what it is. I love it. Yes, that's uh, tomato, tomato. MCMP, but, uh, you know, we don't well, fucking, we don't fuck around. That's a good that's shit. A, that's a great say. show again, once again, gentlemen. A Wednesday night, a little a buzzed up at eight thirty. style, little eight thirty buzzing. Eight thirty buzzing. Nothing wrong with that. Perfect. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. Perfect. Nothing wrong. A beautiful wild style Wednesday night. Thank you for joining us. If you joined us on Facebook, thank um, you. Thank you for watching. If you are listening to this on the Podbean app or your I- Apple iTunes podcast app, thank you for downloading. Please go tell your friends. Uh, tell people that don't even listen to podcasts, listen to this podcast because it's a great podcast. And if you do that, you might win a beanie or a mug oh, yeah. or some or other shirt. shit. There's we other got, shirts. We got oh, some merch shirt. that we're going to be giving away to subscribers. And so look out for that. And once again, thank you, Chesky, for coming out. That was one of our favorite uh, conversations that we've had. And you're a great man. Thank you for doing what you do for the hip-hop community. We look forward to hearing more from you. Thank you to my boy, Nonsense. Uh, Your boy, his boy, their boy, everybody's boy. It's good to be here. Boy, thank you for showing boy. up. Appreciate yeah. the fuck out of you. Appreciate your boy Chesky. You appreciate my Thank boy over here. B. Appreciate fucking our boy JS3. JS3. Thank you I for I can't doing do a goddamn JS3. thing without these men out here. And you know yeah. what? We're out here holding it down, and I appreciate the fuck out of and everybody. Straight up, that we're gonna bring you this podcast. Tell him if it means life or death, because I am pretty close to he's hurt a male deathbed. This uh, man's got an ear infection. My, my ear is falling off of my ear. He's got one head on head, head, and and it's rough. So we're out here doing it. Uh, but I wouldn't want to do this with 
any other two people right here. I'm glad that we're here to do this this night, and we're doing it. Because we created this shit. God didn't create this shit. We, we did. did. And Thank I'm going to continue to create this shit with my two it. fucking co-hosts over here, B-Sick, JS3. And without these motherfuckers, we ain't into the goddamn thing. So guaranteed Thank it. You. If you keep tuning in whenever we throw it down, we appreciate the fuck out of you. JS3, so, plug some shit for us. You hey. know where to find us. Hey, man. Tune in on the 6th for Little 6. Hit him. I want to say that. We got some local talent fucking coming through with some, uh, some good stories as well. So, hey, stay tuned for that. And also, thank you for fucking riding with us. Yeah. Please keep yeah. riding with us, man. Just fucking hop aboard the rocket ship. All right, strap in because we're, we're fucking going heading to the moon. To the moon we're today. going to the moon. That's right. Check us out on uh, Instagram, Facebook, Milk and Mike's. Big Cartel. Milk Crates and Microphones. Milk Cartel. Milk and Mike's. Go to YouTube. Check out, check out the YouTube page. We got clips from the show on yes, YouTube. Sir. Go and check many that more out. Coming. Yeah, and as always, do not kill yourself, America, because we love you. Peace the fuck out. We love you. We really Say do. Say goodnight, John. Oh. Good night, John. Good night, John. Good night, John. Shout out to your mama. <laughs>